How are you lads and lassies? Yes, so welcome back to episode 6 of the podcast. We've got a packed show coming up today. We've got more top 5s. Where are they now? And a special guest who's coming on to get some things off his chest. Right, episode 6. You are all very welcome. Just want to give a shout out to some of my new listeners. I hear the podcast is spreading far and wide and I'm getting new listeners all the time, so... Yous are all very welcome, unless of course yous are transsexual or something like that, then in that case you're not welcome. We all have our own opinions on that matter, but for me I wouldn't like a transsexual listening to the podcast. To start, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Gaz, who got absolutely shafted the other day. We all enjoy someone else getting done by Alan, but it's not nice when it happens to you, so I hope you're okay Gaz. We're going to start this week with Where Are They Now? We're going back to normal dorks. Last week we had the X's edition. But I'm just going to uh, a couple of losers now. So we're going to go with Liam Poole. Some of you might know Liam. We went to school with him until about third year I think. And then he fucked off back to England. He was small and plump. Similar enough to Dale Handjob. He wasn't gay though. A couple of uh, stories with Liam. I suppose he used to be one of my best friends. I'll never forget in first year going to his birthday party in Blanchardstown it was myself, Liam, Sheldon Zuppa, Mick Cole just the four lads strolling around Blanche it was great to be with him on his on a special day we went to TGI Fridays I got a pizza I can't remember a whole lot more other than that I think we just walked around and talked about quads and stuff Um, another story this is probably a bit a more exciting story but he was in my class up until the end of third year. And Roy Meany was in that class as well. Everyone knows Roy. He was he was a bit of a messer. So. We were in English one day. And if you've seen the movie Superbad. You'll know your man the lead character in it. When he was younger he had a problem with drawing dicks. So he couldn't stop drawing penises on, on anything. Like he'd, he had a, a copy full of them. So Roy... Roy caught Liam one day. <laughs> it was just like the movie. Like he had um he, he was drawing a tank, like an army tank. And instead of a cannon, he drew a big flute for the cannon. So Roy picked it up and started like running around the classroom showing it to everyone, waving it around. And poor Liam was in bits, he was shook, like he he went so red and oh he was yeah. Wasn't good. It was very funny though. Um checked up his Facebook page and he's actually still in the country he's living in Monaghan at the minute and he's working with some sort of rail company but I scrolled down his page anyway and I saw um, he tagged Sheldon in a picture of a couple of Subaru and Pretzes and Altezas, kind of felt a bit sad because it could have been me, like how things could have changed if I stayed friends with Liam and Sheldon, I'd be the one getting tagged in pictures of Subaru and Pretzes and Mitsubishi Lancers so it could have been a lot different I might even be here making this podcast today but that's where Liam is at the minute uh, nothing but fond memories of Liam Sheldon ah, we could save Sheldon for another episode but he was a bit of a prick but Liam was Liam was harmless he was totally harmless so I won't have a bad word said about him so that's uh, where they now finished uh, top fives Shane last week put in a an excellent segment on his top five girdles under the age of 21 
and eligible again next year. So following on from that, uh, the next logical step is to discuss my top five biscuits. This has been asked a lot. Uh, I've had a lot of questions in. So um, no, I'll go in order. So number one for me would be jam and cream biscuits. Uh, you know the ones. They're like jammy dodgers, but they have a bit of cream in them as well. They're just top class. That'd be number one. Number two, fig rolls. Fig rolls speak for themselves. They're not everyone's cup of tea. I love them. They're a great biscuit for Dunkin'. The fig kind of holds the whole biscuit together. So that'd be number two. Number three, bourbon creams. Nice chocolate biscuit. I'd say that'd be in most people's top five, to be honest. The first two might be a bit controversial, but bourbon creams have to be in there. Number four, party rings. Haven't seen these in a while, but I used to love them. The little rings with uh, full of sugar now, with all the different colours and covered in sugar. You know the ones. And number five would be a good shortbread. I say a good shortbread because it has to be a good one. Cheap shortbread wouldn't make it into my top five. Let me hear from you guys. I want to know your top five biscuits. There was a bit of a disappointing reaction last week to Shane's segment. I think Johnny maybe sent me a top five. He included a couple of different girdles, but let me know your biscuits. I want to feature you in the podcast, but I can't do that unless you let me know. Um, Jesus, time is flying. We're five and a half minutes in. Looks like it's it's time for an ad break. Just thanks again to, uh, to Niall and Johnny and their gates two weeks ago. Gaz's getaways last week came on. Um, we had a bit of feedback, Gaz, just to let you know. A lot of people enjoyed it, but a lot of people couldn't understand you. I thought that was the best part, that you couldn't really be understood. But look, we'll break to this ad break now with a, a slightly more enthusiastic guest. Hi, Paul Flanagan here, sales manager, Pennygate, premium, frozen ready-to-cook chicken, produced in Arma, the best, the most succulent chicken you can buy. In my spare time, I like climbing around roofs, making doors, cutting lawns, pouring concrete, and just having an all-round good time. Okay, thanks for that, Paul. As well as selling premium frozen chicken, he forgot to mention that he also likes to climb in bins and put up electric fences. So on to uh, a really interesting point brought up by one of our listeners, uh, Brian. Brian O'Sullivan. I'm sure you all know Brian at this stage. He um, sent a question into podcast saying, whatever happened to people who are weirdos in school but then seem to somehow blossom when they went to college? It's funny you brought this up, Brian, because I actually woke up with a bit of a nightmare recently enough with this, a couple of weeks ago. I woke up and just came to the realisation that maybe we were the weirdos in college. And think about it, like, people going around in fucking unicycles with their Nerf guns, wearing headbands. You wouldn't know whether they're a man, a woman, a cat. You wouldn't know what they are by looking at them. They're the ones going around in big groups of friends. Then you had two or three lads like ourselves going around in our whatever, our tracksuits, our runners, our jeans. Like, maybe we were the weirdos. <clears throat> See, it was easy in school. These these types of people could be bullied and kept kept in place. But once they go to college, it's fucking, it's all holds barred, no holds barred. You see what DCU like. They're the most welcoming place in the world, unfortunately, so. Now, just to clarify, this isn't a gay or lesbian rant i have no problem with the queers my auntie's a lesbian she's a lovely woman so is her partner 
I was at their wedding and it was the best wedding I've ever been to. So I've no problem with gays or lesbians. Are you? Well, no, I, no, I've no problem with them. Um, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, but you know, I wouldn't. I don't hate them or anything. But when it comes to LGBTQWRSTUV, I don't like all that now. And in DCU, there was a lot of it. Like, if you were to see a lad going by in a unicycle in school, you could have fucking drop kicked them off it or something and get away with it. If you did it in college, you'd be arrested. And all their friends would come in and the PC brigade would be out. And, you know, you can't drop kick weirdos off unicycles. Or you can't call them... You can't say, oh, go marry your dartboard. You know, it's not it's it's not fair. And that's why I woke up in a bit of a shock thinking, holy fuck, maybe I'm the weirdo. I don't think I'm a weirdo, but sometimes in DCU it felt like it. There was no... no bu- See, bullying... I don't agree with bullying either. I don't mind sneering. Oh, see, I'm after opening up a can of worms here. Um, yeah... Like, they would have been bullied in school. Harmless bullying. Like, it's not going up and kicking the head of a lad. It's sneering them and trying to put them in place and prepare them for, for life in the future. But in college, you can't do that. You just can't do it. Okay, sorry for rambling there on the the whole bullying issue. Um, Look, I'm sure there's going to be a bit of backlash to this. We're getting a lot of listeners, so it's bound to get out there to a couple of pansexuals, pan-fried sexuals. So uh, I'm going to get some some backlash. If it's not the popular opinion these days, you can't have it. But look, I'm not afraid to, to give my own opinion. Everyone's entitled to one, so whether it's the popular one or not, I don't really mind. So we have... Um, I've been in touch with a couple of uh, listeners trying to get them on, but they've got stage fright for one reason or another, so... Um, our good friend John O'Reilly has gone in touch. He had a couple of things he wanted to get off his chest. He had a tough week last week with at Lone Rag Week. So he was in, in the horrors after that. And then he had a presentation this week. So here's our dear friend John O'Reilly uh, getting a few things off his chest. How are you, Adam? John here. Love what you're doing with the show. So yeah, it was obviously delighted to be asked to come on and share my college week. So yeah, today I had a presentation based on postpartum nutrition. Presented well. Was pretty happy with it now, yeah. But it really just concerned the importance of iron post-pregnancy. So any listeners like you out there, Cathy Martin, I know you're listening. You need to be eating plenty of iron. But anyway, enough about that. I know how you asked me, Adam, to come on and share my college week and experiences and so on. I just had to take this opportunity to ask the question. I just, just need to ask, why is Niall the bridge captain? I mean, for a whole list of reasons as to why he shouldn't be. So could you tell me why he is? I mean, he never trains. He injures the teammates. He laughs about them behind the back. And he goes for fucking pints with more like at the weekend when he should be playing the game. So I'd just like to hear your thoughts on this, Adam. I know how you asked me to keep it below a minute. But that... Fuck little fair really gets my blood boiling. I'm sorry for swearing and again thanks for having me on and looking forward to your response. Okay. Thanks for that, Johnny. You're very welcome to the podcast and thanks very much for all the kind words. I'll try and cover all the topics uh you got off your chest there. 
So your presentation was on postnatal nutrition or something like that. You want the women to get their iron in when they're pregnant. I think that that's gender shaming. And men should also be allowed to get pregnant. And when they are, they also need iron. So that's just that one. On the topic of Niall, yeah, you make a lot of good points. He is a ferret. He does injure other players. He Like Gordon O'Sullivan, you probably know Gordon. Gordon was on track to be bridge captain this year. He was putting in the effort of training. He was flying by all accounts in their cornerback. He was showing some of the form that made him one of the best players on the under-14 school team. And then Niall just went and absolutely done him. Just studs up into the back of the hamstring. Now Gordon, is, he hasn't trained in months. He's put He's piling on the pounds. He's losing it all in, in fancy football. Like ever since Niall did him, it was a, it's been a downhill spiral. So I agree with you there. The not training thing, ah, look. It's hard to train at the best of times, so I wouldn't hold that against him being captain. I was captain at Clannard last year and I probably trained five or six times. So I've no problem with that. Um, yeah, going for a pint with Mulliker, that's that was behind all of our backs. Like That caught us all out. And he wasn't going to say it either until Shane brought it up, so he's a bit of a bollocks for that. Like He wouldn't go for a pint with Gordon or myself or Brian, but he'd go off with Mulliker for a pint. So make up your own mind there. What do you lads think? Send in your, your impressions of Niall. Like for me, I think Niall's grand. He's he's a midget. He loves Facebook. Other than that, I think he's grand. Like He's not a bad lad, but Johnny, there seems to be a bit of beef there between yourself and Niall, so... Maybe I can get the two of you on someday to to just discuss it. Maybe people would like to hear that. Let me know. I'm not forgetting about the recipe. This week we're going to stick with the pasta theme like last week. And we're going to go for a simple carbonara. I robbed this recipe off the great Jamie Oliver. He's a great man. Very rustic chef. So this is only going to be five ingredients. So you've got tagatelli. You've got an egg. Parmesan cheese, pepper, and pancetta. So you start by putting the pancetta into a cold frying pan. Then you turn up the heat, let the pancetta render. Chop it up, obviously, nice and small. So you're just letting it cook from cold because that kind of releases all the fat, which helps to make the sauce. A lot of people think you use cream with a carbonara. I can tell you now for a fact that you don't. A proper carbonara, an Italian, Italian carbonara doesn't use cream. So you start frying up your pancetta. You just throw in a clove of garlic. You leave that in for about two or three minutes, not for the for the whole lot of it. So you just mix that around with it. At the same time, you're going to have your tagatelli in boiling water. We're going to use the same trick as last week with the mug full of pasta water. Helps emulsify the sauce and make it nice, nice and creamy. You put an egg into a bowl, whisk up the egg, add in about, I don't know, a spoonful, two spoonfuls of parmesan cheese, whisk all that up, and that's your sauce. So once the pancetta is nice and crisp and the pasta is cooked, you just drag the pasta in straight into the into the pan. It doesn't matter if the water comes in, because the water cools down the frying pan and it stops the egg turning into scrambled egg. So you don't want your carbonara being scrambled egg, you want a nice creamy sauce, but without the cream. So you drag in the pasta, then you add two or three spoonfuls of the pasta water until you hear it stop sizzling. That's when you know the pan is cold. And then you put your egg in. You slowly add your egg mixture in, stir it all around, and you'll start to see it come together. And once it starts to look like a carbonara, you take it off, 
and plate up. Serve it again with good Parmesan cheese and plenty of black pepper and that's a lovely quick meal for you during the week. Right, that's us nearly done. Um, as usual, it's been a pleasure. We've covered a lot this episode. A lot of a lot of feedback is what I'm looking for from you guys. So let me know your thoughts on the college versus secondary school issue, the bullying, the transgender, are we too accepting? Let me know. Get in touch and we'll feature you next week. I'd also love to hear your top five biscuits. There was a disappointing response to the top five girdles under the age of 21 last week. So let me know your top five biscuits and we'll we'll discuss it and also if you could let me know your thoughts on Niall that'd be great um, maybe Johnny's the only one who hates him I don't know unless you tell me so that's it for episode 6 uh, I hope you enjoyed it I've been getting a, a lot of pressure from Anchor this app itself to add sponsored segments into the podcast but I'm not going to do it I'm going to stick to my roots I'm not going to go all corporate I'm, I'm in this for the love of the podcast I'm not in it for the money if I was in it for the money I would have quit the day job long ago But yeah, that's it. I hope everyone has an A1 day.